Hey guys, and welcome back to the Earworm Podcast. Today we have our uh, fourth episode of the new uh, track roundup. Um, we're going to be delivering these more often and more consistently, hopefully once a week. And so this is where basically we cover new singles from your favorite artists. Yeah. So why about you explain to them the new rating system that we have? Okay. So um, I think like last episode and episode before that, we introduced a rating scale. Um, we've taken a second look at that since, and uh, we've changed a little bit. So going from worst to best, uh, this is how we're going to be rating things. So the first one is called literal trash, and that's essentially if literal trash. Yeah, it's literal trash. It's just if we don't like your song at all, if we think it's absolutely horrible production, everything vocals, it's all bad. Um, right garbage. above that is going to be shrug, which is it's not a great song, but it's not quite trash. It's just like okay, uh, it's yeah. just an eh. It's just, yeah, it's just like it exists. Um, and then right here in the middle, we're going to have Golf Clap. Golf Clap is basically for a song that's good. It might be, you know, well-produced. It's just like an average pop song. It's it's a good song. It's not a bad song. It's not a great song. It's a good song, and it kind of left there. And then um, above that is It's a Vibe, which is where um, uh, basically you put a song that is what i'd call like a really good song but not quite a great great song song, yeah Yeah. um so a lot of these are gonna be it's a vibe and the more that you uh hear us rate the different songs uh you'll understand kind of where where, we're coming from and why we chose the rating scale that we chose and then the fifth one is called the golden star of approval and that's for songs reserved like you know for songs like run or things like that where we just think that they're absolutely outstanding. Yes, so. and, and we will never stop talking about Run. We will not. We will be talking about Run till the day we die. So yes. if you're getting tired of it, go listen to it, because we'll deal with it. Um, <clears throat> Should we just get started? Yeah, let's just get started. Okay, so I'll go ahead and open us up with uh, our new track, which is Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pat. Uh, uh, going by Silk Sonic, right? Yes, their uh, collab is uh, Silk Sonic. So first off, I just want to say I love this collab. Yeah, I think I Anderson think... is a really underrated artist, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that him and Bruno did a collab that's like has a very like jazzy '40s '50s vibe. Yeah, and it's crooner, swinger, kind of. It's just like everything that you missed, and yeah. you cut like you but you didn't know you missed it. Because, like, when they brought it back, I was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm glad this is back. And I just, I don't know, I like the chemistry that they have, and their voices are perfect together. Um, it's another thing. I really miss Bruno's voice. His voice is just so good. And his voice really fits the aesthetic <clears throat> that I think Anderson's production style Yeah, I was going to say that, Accomplishes, yeah. Because Anderson has such a unique production style from a lot of other artists, um, even from, like, the background vocals to um, the drums all throughout the song. There's like the job on the drum. I don't know why, but the drums really stood out to me throughout the whole song, and I thought it was great. Um, it's almost the experience yeah. that I could describe as getting goosebumps, you know? Yeah. It's just like a... It's good. It's, it's a whole vibe, and yeah. for that reason, um, I rate it, and it's a vibe. It's a vibe? Okay. It's a vibe. Yeah. So, yeah. You want to awesome. go to the next song? Uh, so, I, I'm going to introduce this next song called... Wow, that is really small text. Uh, the Kiss of Venus. Um, that was done from the new Paul McCartney album. Uh, <clears throat> and that one was covered by Dominic Fike. Uh, I actually really liked this track. I think that um, Dominic's vocals mixed well with McCartney's instrumental palette. I think that the track with McCartney was 
really well, really well produced. And, um, even as he's getting older, I think that his voice, um, actually works with the track very well. And Dominic just really, really does a great job in his rendition. Um, so yeah, I, I would definitely give it a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. I'll raise the vibe. same, um, I listened to it too, and yeah, I'd probably have the same stuff. So yeah, it's a great song. Um, yeah, I'm happy to see Paul McCartney is back. Okay, um, what's the next one? Okay, so next song is going to be um, Feels by Watts, and uh, this song is featuring Khalid. So uh, the song's got uh, good production. I wouldn't call it great production, but it's good production, and, uh, yeah, it's just, like, a really chill, like, there's a soft synth in the background do, when you're going to the chorus. It's just, like, a really chill song, like, kind of throughout. Um, I do think that Khalid's vocals can be very bland pretty consistently, actually, I'd say. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of his vocals. But I do think they work well in this genre, this, like, R&B, uh, rappy, lo-fi genre that they do. And overall, I thought it was a good song. Um, I definitely didn't think it was bad, so I rate it, and it's in vibe, but, um, yeah, and there's some also some chimes going into the bridge, which I thought actually really, really worked well for that bridge and kind of made it stand out from the rest of the song, so there's certain little things like that in the production, which I thought were really, really good, but overall, yeah, I mean, it's a solid song, it's not amazing, but, uh, yeah, I rate it, and it's a vibe, so. Awesome. Uh, okay, next song. So these next two songs um, are coming straight out the gate from Imagine Dragons. Uh, you already Las know. Vegas. Um, so Follow You doesn't really sound... It doesn't sound different than any other project that Imagine Dragons have put out. Um, literally, like... I could probably count a few songs on one hand, maybe like two, that actually try to strive for something greater than their formula. And unfortunately for Follow You, um, it completely follows the same formula. It doesn't do anything um, for me. It just, I lose complete interest in the track, literally within the first leg of it. Um... I just want to read you the note that I wrote for this, which is aiming for the sky, but getting stuck under the ceiling. I think that's a really good description of what the song is. is. It's really bad. Um, The lyrics come off really, really terrible. It doesn't, it doesn't have any sort of color or life in them. They just sound really bland and yeah, the, the vocal performances Really dreadful would, to get through. I would also just say, just for the listeners, you guys are aware, neither one of us are big fans of Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're a very, very, very overrated band. Um, yeah, I, so I guess you can see where we're coming from. That being said, though, like, if this song, like Matt said, it's very, very generic to all their stuff. They don't really change it up much. Yeah. I, so, I would still encourage you yeah. to listen to it and decide for that for yourself, but in my opinion, I think that... Um, I would rate it under the literally trash uh, category. I don't think that a lot of songs are literally trash, but this particular one <laughs> is. This one gets um, the metal. But now going on to their second 
um, song that they put in the single, uh, the single, I don't know what would it be called, like if they put in two songs in like a little. I think it's still called single. Yeah. The next single is Cutthroat. Um, Cutthroat, on the other hand, in my opinion, was a breath of fresh air for me as a listener, especially coming off of that dreadful track follow you. Um, the vocal delivery is visceral. And the instrumentals and mixing are actually something that I can tolerate um, and get behind. And I do think that there could be improvements to the song, but overall it's not bad. Um, I would definitely give it probably a a good old golf clap. Okay, so it's a good song, but not super great. Yeah, I would definitely suggest you guys listen to it if you have the time. Um, I actually think... a. I could see a lot of people liking it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I know when I listen to the song, for me, it gave me a lot of, like, uh, I don't know, the last, like, past year, Billie Eilish vibes. And so I, I, it almost seems to me like they kind of, like, saw that and they, you know, kind of went for that vibe, which ended up working out because I do think it's one of their uh, more unique songs, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, it sounds definitely Imagine not like Dragons. an Imagine Dragons track. Yeah, which actually I think is good. It's good for yeah. artists to get out there and do something new. So I actually appreciate that from them. Okay, so the next song is going to be um, Till Forever Falls Apart by Phineas and Ash. Um, this song came out last Friday, I think. Um, so yeah, so the song's got great production, as always. Phineas um, is known for his production throughout the music industry, you know, producing for his sister Billy and things like that. So great production. And the lyrical content, I would say, is uh, also there. Um, I'm really happy that, to me, he almost brought this song back with this um, collab from his other more recent songs. Um, if you listen to our, our other um, new track roundups, we cover those as well. But I really didn't feel like his last maybe three singles, I would say, they were... A, a, they were very lackluster. Yeah, especially not... coming off of what I would call the high of his career with Blood Harmony, which had a lot of great songs there. I really love that EP, personally, myself. And I feel like Till Fair Falls Apart really brought that back. Um, it's got a really open feeling uh for you as a listener, it almost feels like a song that like you'd want to like you know listen to the car with the windows down type feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the like plucky the guitars, yeah, the, the plucky guitars and I, the great harmonies. Honestly, it's really they soar. The harmonies are really good. Yeah, it's a great word to describe it. The, it sounds like their voices soar the entire song, which I actually want to talk about real quick. So, um, like right before you lead into the chorus, um, Ash's voice it really stands out, and it almost what happens is. All the other sounds behind her voice basically fall away, and it's just left with her voice. And when you build back up into the chorus, it really gives the illusion that the song has grown and it's gotten bigger and large and like uh, larger and louder. I guess you could say, when in reality it hasn't. It's just that her voice has stayed the same, but by pulling out all the rest of those sounds, it almost sounds like the song grows. And so I thought that was a really neat touch to basically keep the song at the same place, but give the illusion that it does grow which gives the listener, you know, almost hypes you up, I guess I could say. Mm-hmm. So um, overall, I love this track, and uh, I would definitely rate it, and it's a vibe for sure. So, Awesome. Uh, next one we have here is Too Drunk by Nick Jonas. Now, um, just a, I guess, a note for listeners. Uh, I have only listened to, I think, three Nick Jonas songs ever. Including, and in fact, I've never even touched any of the Jonas Brothers stuff. So I'm kind of new to this guy. And from what I've heard, especially from this song, I don't like him. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think that 
honestly, the Spaceman vibe that he went for in his first single that he dropped, I think, a week or two weeks ago. I think that song was a lot more palatable. This one, instead, I think the only things that I have good to say about it is Nick's vocals. Um, I've never really heard a song from Nick Jonas that have had very bad vocals. I think he's a good vocalist. But unfortunately, the lyrics and instrumentals just don't lend itself to him at all. And it just sounds like a bland pop song. And unfortunately, uh, it's just a, it's a shrug for me. Just shrug? Yeah, yeah it's a I'd write the same. Um, I was with a lot of like uh, pop people. I'm a little bit more familiar with the Jonas Bros and Nick Jonas stuff like that. Um, it's definitely one I would say that I think I prefer the Jonas Brothers stuff over Nick Jonas, but um. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely go with uh, Shrug as well. I don't feel like... I feel like a lot of his stuff is very hit or miss, mm-hmm. um, especially with a lot of pop songs. So. Okay, um, next song is going to be um, If I Didn't Have You by Banners. Um, okay, so uh, I really like the rock-style guitar that basically comes in towards the last chorus because the whole song kind of has like the same general feel. You know, It grows in the chorus and it goes back down in the verses and all that. But that last chorus when he builds up, which Banners really has a habit of doing, if you listen to some of his other more popular songs as well, he like builds up towards that last chorus and really grows the song and then you know slowly closes it out right there at the end. So I really like that uh, style guitar that he brings in and I think it works really great. I love the slow piano that he closes out with right at the end, like slowly coming down from that high of that end of the song. And I think that like slow pianos are actually like a great thing if you want to like close out a song with. So I think it's great. And then uh, coming to the end of the second verse, um, there are these drums that almost sound like they're being played in like an empty cave. They're like mixed behind the rest of the tracks, but you can still hear them. And I don't know, for me, it stuck out. And that's something that I wanted to point about because I thought it was really, really well done. So yeah, um, yeah. Matt also said this and uh, I kind of agree with him. It gives me very Avicii vibes, um, especially the beginning of the song. But overall, I'm going to have to rate this one a golf clap. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next, we got Lost by NF featuring Hobson. Now, just to get this out of the gate, there are very few songs on NF's last project that I could say I've enjoyed. Um, A lot is probably because NF never seems to change his formula without losing a good piece of his appeal that I think fans are drawn to. Um, I feel like his lyrics are the same in every song and honestly if he just took an intro and slapped it on any song any new song that he put out it would probably stick I don't know if that makes sense you know like if he just got two songs cut them in half and then slap them together it would still it would sound like it's the same song yeah yeah um and I feel like his it, lyrical content is repetitive. Yes. It, it Lyrically, it's just, it. he doesn't do anything for me. Um, but the with this particular track, the instrumentals um, and his delivery are what really kind of drew me in a little bit. I think the instrumentals really work with his rap style and delivery. Um, and I think also, too, Hobson adds a lot of his own flair to this track. Um, and to be honest, kind of steals the show a little bit. Uh, he's... He has a really great, like, ferocious delivery, and it just really does a lot for the instrumentals as it kind of strips back when Hobson jumps in and it allows him to have more headroom in the, in the not only in the mix, but also in the 
beat. So he's able to have a lot more creative flows. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. I think that I'm excited to see when what NF puts out next. Um, yeah, I give it a golf clap. Give it a golf clap. Okay, yeah. Um, I also think that I just want to note this real quick. I also think that Hobson's delivery was the better of the two. Yeah, and it almost sound like he had like more emotion by his delivery and stuff. And I then like thought that was good. I actually really liked his delivery. Okay, so uh, the final two songs here. So the first one is going to be First Time by Ilum and Ian Dore. Um, I love the EDM-style production from Ilum, as always. He's you know very famous EDM DJ, and so his production is going to be EDM-style, and it's going to be great, obviously. So yeah, that's good. Um, I love the u- use of the clap-like snares building back into the chorus from the bridge towards the end of the song. I think that was a great little touch rather than just using like a dry, regular snare, which a lot of EDM artists do. Um that was great. Um, the drum beat is very creative and it's created with a lot of unique sounds. It's not like your average, just like, you know, drum sample pack or anything like that. And that adds a lot of character to the song as a whole. And, you know, I feel like that adds a lot of character specifically because the song itself is kind of generic. You know, it's just kind of like EDM mixed with some pop, like rap style singing type thing. So, like, the genre is generic, but when you add things like that with unique sounds, it adds a lot of character to the song. Um, vocal delivery from Ian is, uh, I mean, it's fine. There's nothing good or special about it, or it's not bad either. It's just like, you know, it's okay. It's just there. Yeah. And, uh, the synth melody towards the last part of the chorus was something that, um, Ilum added, which is new right there at the end. I thought that was interesting too, but overall I'd rate this song a shrug. It's not anything spectacular and definitely not the best from Ilum or Ian, I'd say. So yeah, it's a shrug, but definitely give it a listen and, uh, see what you think. And then, uh, finally... Our last song is, uh, <laughs> forgive me if I mispronounce this, it's, it's in Bella Spanish. Bella Conmigo. <laughs> Bella Conmigo by Selena Gomez with Raul... Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro, there you go. Um, yes, okay, so uh, it's obviously the song, or the lyrics here are sung in Spanish, um, but the, so I don't speak Spanish if you haven't already noticed, so um, I actually you know don't know what they're saying, but I will say that the instrumentals and the production are really really good, and the whole song just has this very consistent vibe to it, mm-hmm. which it I really, really enjoyed. Nice. Um, I think Selena Gomez has a great voice for this particular song, just because it, it sounds mm-hmm. effortless for her. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like she's trying, but she's doing a perfect job of capturing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, production's great. Like I said, it's got a very, very consistent vibe, which I loved, you know, just listening to it. Like I said, I don't speak Spanish, but you can just very, you know, vibe with the song and chill with it. And so I thought that was great. Overall, though, I will have to rate this a golf clap. Um, even though it was a very catchy song, a very vibey song, it was very generic, even in the production style and in the overall uh, content of the song and the chord progressions and things like that. So, yeah, I think we got it all. Awesome. Okay, sweet. So, uh, yeah, those were our new track roundups. And uh, stay tuned for more new track roundups weekly, hopefully. And uh, next week we'll be releasing an episode talking about uh, the Grammys along with separation of Daft Punk and a couple interesting things like that. So uh, be sure to... Be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Okie dokie. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed what we talked about today, please consider subscribing to our podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate it if you left a review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye.